On this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional, I am super jazzed. My Christmas spirit is at an all-time high because I have so much to look forward to. I'm moving full steam ahead. However, Suzanne's not quite there yet, so let's see what we can do to bring on that holiday magic. Listen in. Here we go. Why, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional. It is officially the Christmas season, which it has been for me since the beginning of November. But anyhow, Suzanne, welcome. Are you feeling holly jolly yet? Uh, Not even close. My mind's just not even there yet. Okay, well, what's it going to take you to get your mind there? A couple more weeks. Okay. Well, I think if you had time, you should come to visit our house in Lake Havasu because in the last episode, I did mention that our outdoor lights were going up. And oh, right. I will say we've always done a nice job. It clean, not a lot of clutter, not a lot of extra things in the yard. Well, this year mm-hmm. I ordered some reindeer, so we added them to the yard And then my guy, he said, do you want me to pick up a couple of things while I'm at the store for your front yard? And I'm like, yeah, but let's not overdo it. And all I can say is it looks like Christmas vomited in my front yard. It is (laughs) such a Clark Griswold Christmas. And I never thought I'd use vomit and Christmas in the same sentence, but there you have it. And I'm kind of loving it. I know it's a little over the top, but I think I'm going to have to nominate myself for, you know, the Havasu light show where they drive around, they put you on the map. Wow. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. And I'm thinking they probably wouldn't even need to put us on the map because everyone can probably see our lights from a mile away. It really is (laughs) over the top. That is so funny. Yeah. My dad used to do his house up at Christmas time. He was always in the newspaper, always a part of the tour in Anchorage. But he had an acre lot that he spread everything around. I have the front part of my yard that everything is concentrated in. I love it. I love it too. I I do too. And my mom said to me the other day, she's like, oh, I love your lights. I'm like, yeah, he's going to finish tomorrow. And she's like, there's more. And I'm like, (laughs) Yeah, just the railing, though. No additional, I don't even know what you call them, creatures or whatever. so funny. You're going to have to send a photo. I'll do you one better. I'm going to send you a video. Oh, nice. And you're going to be like, what were you thinking, Michelle? And who is my friend? (laughs) Who has she become? Yeah. How How did this happen? Yeah. Well, I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself this year because we have three of the four boys coming to visit us. We have my daughter-in-law and then the other two boys are significant others. So I want everybody to have such a wonderful Christmas that I feel like every drawer needs to be cleaned. Every room needs to be decorated. There have got to be presents under the tree. And that's an exhausting energy to keep yourself in. Well, no kidding. It's like, holy cow, I think they're going to have a wonderful Christmas just because you're all together. And I believe that also. But, you know, for two of them, maybe it's the first time they haven't had Christmas with their own families. And so 
you know, I'm thinking about that and I want them to feel included and to have fun because I'm hoping I love it. your in-laws. <laughs> I should probably <laughs> say that, but, you know, they don't listen yeah. anyway, so they're not going to know that I said that. Yeah. Eva will know okay. that I said that and she'll probably share the secret, but anyway. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, so fun. I know. And I'm just talking a mile a minute because, again, I'm so fired up about this holiday season. And I'm wondering for you, if you think back to your childhood and when your kids were growing up, what was your favorite thing to do at Christmas for them? For my children? For your children and now your grandchildren. Well, you know our tradition for Christmas dinner. And that was probably my favorite thing to do for my children or their favorite thing that I did. For them. And have you done that for Logan yet? Because what Susanna is speaking to is every Christmas, everybody in the family gets to pick their very favorite thing to eat and Suzanne makes it all for them. And so it's just a smorgasbord of wonderful delights. Suzanne, what about Logan? Does he get to pick? Well, he will get to pick. Absolutely. He's part of the family. It'll be his first year picking because he is only three. But his ch choice, which will probably be macaroni and cheese or pasta of some sort, would be my guess, will be part of our Christmas dinner. I love that. And I love his choice because mac and cheese, as you know, is one of my favorite foods. And yes, I'm in my 50s, but I love mac and cheese. Well, and it'll be a great addition to our Christmas dinner. Absolutely. And you have Audrey's choice in a couple of years. So lots to look forward to. I would say my favorite thing at Christmas, other than being with family, because that's really the joy of it. But if I were to be greedy or the things that I like at Christmas, I've always loved the Christmas stocking and oh. feeling that for my kids. My mom kind of spoiled me with the whole thing. My dad kind of spoiled me because they were the best stockings ever. So explain what is in a stocking and do you use the same stocking every year? Well, I do use the same stocking every year. Growing up every single year until I was probably out on my own and even beyond mm -hmm. that, I had the same stocking at my parents' house. My kids have had several versions of coordinated stockings, and we're starting to cycle through the current version right now. But they do have the same stockings here. They all have their names on them. They're all coordinated in some way. And inside our stocking, you know, there would be some sweets. There would be perfume. There would be a shirt. There would be just really fun things. I really felt like excited when I got to open my stocking and that was my favorite part always. So I try to do that same tradition for my kids. So stocking is instead of more gifts under the tree or is there one gift under the tree for everyone or do you draw names and how does your tradition work as far as gift giving? You know, it probably needs to be revamped a little bit because... Yeah, the gifts under the tree are plentiful too. I just like to shop. And the problem is that when people start telling me what they want early, mm -hmm. I shop more for them. They're going to end up with more because I'll get what they want and then I'll see things to fill it in. And I know it's ridiculous. It really truly is. And that's another reason I'm nervous about having everybody here. It's because I don't want to overwhelm people who haven't had Christmas with us before. 
Well, I'm sure they'll get over it. I'm sure they will, and everyone will be happy. But again, the stockings are so important, and sometimes it's hard to come up with good ideas to put in them. But I will say that I went and got a facial today, and my face is burning because I got the micro needling done. Oh. And results are perfect. Mm-hmm. But she has a lovely little store with all these fun, like, masks and lotions and stuff like that. But this year, she has added something new to her store, and I was absolutely surprised at my estheticians to see that she has started selling vibrators. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Did you think I was going to go there? No, I did not. That's surprising. I didn't ask why. I just figured there was a need, and they seem to be selling, so I'm sure they'll remain there. But I was so surprised to see them, and this is so embarrassing that I picked up one and I thought it was like a facial tool, like to like, I don't know, need your face or something. So I'm like, I wonder how this works. And it was a vibrator. Goodness. Yes, goodness. But rest assured, (laughs) I just don't know where to go with it. I don't know what to say about it, except for goodness. (laughs) Goodness is a good word, but rest assured that we won't be finding one of those in any of the stockings. So... Thank God. I know. I would be so embarrassed. I, yeah. So anyhow, it'll get done. Everything will get done. And I know I'm talking fast. I just have a lot to do. So You have a lot on your plate. A lot on my plate. We're getting ready to throw this party for my mom, 50 people. And I'm so excited to celebrate her 75th birthday. I am having it catered, but it's like, oh my gosh, so many people in my house. Yeah. that's a big party. It'll be worth it. Your mom will be thrilled, but you'll be exhausted the next day. Yeah, about the next week, because we record early, will be Thanksgiving. So are you hosting Thanksgiving as well this year? I am hosting Thanksgiving, and that's going to seem like a breeze compared to everything else, because I usually have 30 to 40 people, which is ridiculous. But this year, since we're traveling the day after, it's completely scaled back. We're having like 12 people maybe. So it'll be very nice. And everybody's bringing something. So it's not all falling on me to prepare a huge meal. Perfect. And I will be having my Thanksgiving meal at a restaurant, which makes me very happy. I bet it does because I don't know if all the listeners remember this, but you don't like the traditional Thanksgiving meal. You're not a fan of potatoes. You're not a fan of turkey. So this is right up there. Yeah, that's right. I don't like stuffing. Yep, don't like anything about the meal. So at a restaurant, I can eat what I want. And there's never a better day than that. Well, this is a perfect place to segue into our next segment, Suzanne, if you're ready for it. Yes, I am. Okay, well, here we go. Okay, everyone, as you all know, I never shy away from a would you rather question. And so now that we're in the holidays, I did find a holiday edition and a couple questions to ask Suzanne. And I'm super excited about it. Okay, let's have it. Okay, well, first of all, I want to share that I found these questions at signupgenius.com and perkins.org. I will put both links in our notes in case you want to do this with your own family. 
But I do want to give them a shout out because these questions are theirs. And I'm just going to jump in. I'm going to expect some eye rolling here, some hesitation here. But, you know, it's only half an hour show. Well, let's have it. Okay, here we go. So the first question, would you rather prepare a big holiday meal every year or clean up after that holiday meal every year? Without a doubt, clean up. I'm right there with you. I just find it relaxing to clean up. It's a headache, but it's relaxing because everybody's talking and I don't have to be a part of that small talk. I can be listening, but I don't have to be necessarily interacting. Well, that's a good point. I just prefer to clean up than to cook. And why is that? Do you prefer not to cook because it's the timing of things? It just is a lot of work. People don't like your cooking. (laughs) I'm joking about that one. (laughs) Of course you are. I know. I've done it before. It's a lot of work. I don't worry about timing. I don't worry about it not tasting good. But it's just a lot of work. Yeah. And somehow in comparison, even though you have a million dishes in front of you, it doesn't seem as bad. And I have kind of shifted to buying really classy disposable plates. So we just throw them away and then it's just the big dishes to worry about. Wow. I think I'm pretty clever. Some people might think I'm kind of tacky, but I think I'm clever. Yeah. I have a set of Thanksgiving dishes. I bring them out every year. Except for this year. Except for this year. Well, you'll just have to dust them off next year. I'm sure they look wonderful in your pantry. (laughs) They do. Okay, next question. Okay, the next question. This is a good one. Would you rather work to untangle Christmas lights or work as a mall Santa? So if you want lights on your tree, you have to deal with the untangling. I never have to deal with being a Santa. So, And we're two and two together with our answers because I hate untangling Christmas lights also. But as you said, it's a necessity. So if I need them and want to use them, I will untangle them. I usually just throw them away and buy new ones, but don't tell Rob that. But if I had to, I would untangle them. That's what I do. I buy buy new ones every year. Yeah, that's a smart move. But a mall Santa, I think that would be just like working behind the counter at Chuck E. Cheese. I wouldn't have the patience for it. And yeah, I definitely would not be a mall Santa or yeah, a mall I would elf just not or anything. I would just not do it because I wouldn't want the costume. I would love to sit and listen to children tell me what they want for Christmas. I just don't want to do it in a Santa costume. Would you do it in a Mrs. Claus costume? No, but I would love to have children sit on my lap and tell me what they want for Christmas. Okay. Well, that is good to know. And you have grandkids who can do that. I'm sure... Logan's going to have a huge list that includes lots of airplanes. Probably so. Okay, well, here's the next question. Would you rather eat candy corn every day for a month or eat candy canes every day for a month? I think I would eat candy canes. I love both, but candy canes are a little more refreshing. And frankly, if I eat too much candy corn, it makes me sick. Okay, good answer. I will accept that. I think I would eat candy corns, which I'm so surprised to say because I love candy canes also, 
But I don't know. There's just something like once you take that first candy corn, I just can't stop. I know. But then like an hour later, aren't you like, whoa, I never want to see candy corn again in my life. No, I've never gotten to that point. But I do feel guilty about it because you don't count them as you eat them. So you don't have any idea how many you can spend. So, okay. Next question. Would you rather have a holiday party to attend every night or not have a single holiday party to attend? I would rather not have a single party to attend. I'm right there with you also because that is way too much small talk. And I'm very grateful for each and every one of my friends, but I would rather do something one-on-one than have to go to a big holiday party where I don't know many people. Yep, got to agree. Okay, here's the next question. Would you rather know what all your gifts are or be surprised by all your gifts? Well, you know I hate surprises, so I would rather know what my gifts are. And I would rather just have one that surprises me. And occasionally I do. When I went to visit you recently, you surprised me with a very small, you said, anniversary gift. But it's mm-hmm. this huge angel by Janet that Bolio like. that I have wanted for a really long time. Right. And it's perfect for your house. And so there you have it. And you succeeded in surprising me. So I've already received that one gift that surprised me. So I'm good. Okay. All okay. Right. While we're on the topic of gifts, would you rather receive one big present for Christmas or receive 10 smaller presents? Probably, I don't know. What about you? You answer first. I like opening gifts. So I think I would take smaller presents. Yeah, I think I tend to agree with you. Okay, well... But I don't really have an answer to that. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard one. But just going to say to our husbands, mm-hmm. you should listen to this episode and make sure there are a couple small little gifts under the tree for us. Okay. Yep, absolutely. I have three more questions. The next one, would you rather open your presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? Oh, Christmas morning, hands down. Hands down. Me too. We always have the tradition of getting to unwrap one present on Christmas Eve and then the rest on Christmas morning. And I like that tradition. I do too. Okay. Here's the next question. Would you rather be a child experiencing Christmas for the first time or a grandparent watching a child experience Christmas? Oh, grandparent watching a child. Nothing more fun than that. I imagine that is true. I will say when I first stepped into that question and the first time I read it, I'm like, I want to be that kid. I want to experience Christmas for the first time. But as a kid, you're not even really understanding what you're experiencing. You have no idea what that means. But as an adult watching a child experiencing it, yeah, that's where the magic is also. It's a different type of magic, but I imagine it brings so much joy. I need a grandkid. And but I, it does bring a great amount of joy. That's good. And, you know, I do have my own kids who I got to watch up, watch grow up opening gifts. And that was pretty special also. Okay. I have just one more question. And then I'm ready for it. You're just going to roll your eyes and be like, oh, yeah, right. Whatever. 
I can already hear it, right. but here's the question. Would you rather be best friends with Frosty the Snowman or best friends with Rudolph the Reindeer? Dumb question. <laughs> Dumb question, but it needs an answer. And I Sorry. thought it was a fun question. I don't Well, I don't have an answer. I don't care. I'd be friends with both of them. <laughs> I don't I can't pick which one I like better than the other one. Well, maybe it would be Frosty the Snowman just listening to you talk because you sound a little frosty, Suzanne. I've been working on that line <laughs> well, for a while. So you should laugh. So I did laugh. I kind of passed it over, but Frosty the Snowman does melt at the end. So it's a short term friendship. It is a short term, but he comes back every year. I think I would rather be friends with Rudolph the Reindeer just because, I don't know, he's friends with Santa Claus. Well, I guess the snowman is too. I don't know, just Rudolph. Rudolph sounds good. All right. Okay. Well, that's the last of the would you rather questions. I'm glad that's, I'm glad that's a lot. Yeah. Why? Were you and getting sick of them? No, no, no. Just they were digressing as we went along. Hey, I saved the one about watching the grandkids till the very end, almost. And I thought that was a great question. That was a great question. Absolutely. Okay. Well, The Frosty again, the Snowman one, not so much. Yeah, that wasn't your favorite question. And I knew adding it in, it wouldn't be your favorite question. But I just did it because I needed one more. That's really the yep. reason. All right. Okay, well, let's move on to closing. Okay. Okay, everyone, it's hard to believe that we are coming to the end of another Orange Juice Optional episode. Again, we're stepping into the holidays full of cheer, at least one of us is, and yeah, stepping into the announcement of another book uh, for December's Book Club. But before we do that, Suzanne, would you like to share with the listeners what book we listened to in November? And then, yeah, just do that. First Ladies by... Is it Michelle Benedict or Meredith Benedict? What is her first name? It was Marie Benedict, Suzanne and Victoria Christopher Murray. So First Ladies by Marie Benedict and Victoria Christopher Murray. It is a book about Eleanor Roosevelt and the friendship, the very productive and forward-thinking friendship between Eleanor Roosevelt. I can't even say her name. Eleanor Roosevelt and Mary McLeod Bethune. Yeah, it, it's intense. I'm really enjoying it. I'm learning a lot. Yep, it's, yeah, I am too. It's a great and book. Normally, with this episode being released at the end of November, this would be our book club episode. But because of schedules and everything, we are pushing it back to next week. So it'll be the first episode in December that we're going to talk about the First Ladies. Correct. Yeah. But can you give us a little like teaser? Are you enjoying the book so far? I am enjoying it. I am. I love historical novels, and I especially have a passion for first ladies. So, I mean, first ladies as in presidents' wives. Um, so I do find this book very enjoyable. It might be a genre that we need to to revisit because I haven't done a lot of research. I, I love history, but it's kind of dropped off the radar as, as my life has gotten busier. So it might have to come back into my awareness. Yeah. So that was a very 
interesting book, or that is a very interesting book. We'll share it next week. But because it's not being released till December, I'm going to go ahead and give our listeners the book that we will be reading in December. Now, I'm going to warn you, it is mind candy. It is hot chocolate in a mug with marshmallows and whipped cream. It is just like a holiday movie. So Hallmark. Wow. Thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited to announce that the book that we will be reading in December is actually called One Day in December by Josie Silver. Now, I did have a synopsis of that book real quick, which I'll just share a little bit of it. And here we go. Tell me if this sounds like a Hallmark movie. Lori is pretty sure love at first sight doesn't exist anywhere but the movies. But then, through a misted-up bus window one snowy December day, she sees a man who she knows instantly is the one. Their eyes meet. There's a moment of pure magic. And then her bus drives away. Certain they're fated to find each other again, Lori spends a year scanning every bus stop and cafe in London for him. But she doesn't find him, not when it matters anyway. Instead, they reunite at a Christmas party when her best friend Sarah giddily introduces her new boyfriend to Lori. And it's Jack, the man from the bus. It does sound like a Hallmark movie. Perfect for December. Perfect for December. It will be a fun read or a fun listen. I will say that, you know, Hallmark movies only last two hours. But if you're listening to the audio version... It's going to be 10 and a half hours of pure Christmas bliss. And I'm all about that. Yay. Something to look forward to. Yeah, I hope you're looking forward to it also and that you just can relax into it. I can see you taking a bath, reading your book, having a glass of uh, Chardonnay or something. Sounds perfect. Sounds perfect. Well, with all that shared, Suzanne, do you have something for us to sip on? I do, although it has nothing to do really with our conversation today, but I do. And it is, I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, it diminishes the fear. And that was by Rosa Perks. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Everybody buckle up. The holidays are here. Until next week, cheers. Cheers.